Hello everyone, welcome to Sana I E. I'm your host, XO. It's Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Second and last uh Monday of the month of Money May. Um I mean we discussed at the beginning of the month our what Money May is about, finding finding that new stream of income. Have you found your new stream of income? What have you been doing lately? Or what research have you been doing to uh, build a new stream? Or if you already created that new stream of income, I want to know. Let me know. Hit me up, sonari.com. And let me know what y'all think. I mean, let me know what y'all came up with. But as well as Friday's episode, Finance Fridays. And we were really discussing money and couples. How money is within the couples, within relationships. We talk about the statistics. Um with couples and everything i want to know how y'all doing or how y'all dealt with the relationships with when it came to money i know the money aspect we uh really talk about in relationships but it's like a thing that we need to talk about so we're all on the same page in the same court it's not just coming with relationships it's with family members having that conversation with the family members with the people around you and making sure they're financial literate and not just really spending just to spend or living check to check or in that rat race get get your people out of the rat race get us all on that same financial literacy point them out to the podcast educate them as you're getting educated as well and really get them out that rat race because um that nine to five you know only goes so far so with that being said welcome to sauna i e let me kick it off with the quotes of the day my first quote is as you work towards your goals, disappointment may slow you down, but they don't have to keep you down. And that one hit home, honestly, um, especially with the podcast. I was like, I've been uh, teetering. I'm like, do I keep going with this season or do I stop, take a break and come back stronger in a month or two? So I've been teetering and then as well as with that, um, working towards goals, milestones, there's going to be disappointments. Like with this, I plan to reach a milestone by now, but you know, it's taking longer than expected. So like you said, you get disappointed and it slows you down and you start questioning yourself. And that's, that's what I, the phase I've been on. Like, hmm, is this really for me? But then, you know, you give yourself that pep talking like, yo, <laughs> it's all a part of the journey. It's all a part of the grind. It's be, there will be days where you're questioning yourself, you're doubting yourself, and you're really like, dang, is this really for me? Should I keep doing this? Am I doing am I doing things right? Is this the right path that I should be on versus um, doing something else? And that happens. Like, as you t- work towards your goals, you will meet disappointments. You'll, you won't accomplish certain goals you won't get to certain milestones because shit happens life happens but then at the end of the day you can't let that keep you down disappointments are like hurdles and hurdles are meant to you become um i said hurdles but disappointments are like obstacles and you can hurdle them so any disappointment that you're facing maybe right now we all face a disappointment especially when it comes to our goals just know, like, don't let that keep you down. Learn from it. Learn where you fucked up at or when you messed up at and how you can grow from this instead of being disappointed and questioning yourself, doubting yourself and putting yourself down. And that doesn't help anything or when it comes to your goals, because there will be failure. Failure is a part of success. So if you want to be successful when it comes to your goals, when it comes to your milestones, 
be prepared for failure. Be prepared for the disappointments and don't let the disappointments keep you down. Have the disappointments lift you up because when you get disappointed in that moment, you get down and all that. Just know you're being tested and it's eventually going to be a testimony. My next quote is this is home because it's, it's Monday, but quote is i have to go to work on mondays and yes everyone hates mondays but i look at it a little differently i don't have to work i get to work i'm blessed to have a job while many don't have one and me personally i love mondays first day of the week i, I call money mondays money making mondays um i feel like a lot of money's being made on mondays so that's why I call it Money Making Mondays. Great way after the weekend, you spend so much time to go make that money back or make more. Um, even if you just save for the weekend, just making more on Mondays. Mondays is like get up and make that money day. So, but I look at it like this. The quote really means I don't have to work. Word comes down. You got to look at Monday a little differently. You're like, oh, I hate Mondays. I don't like Mondays. It's the beginning of the week. I got to go back to work. But you have to see the blessing in disguise. Um, you're blessed to have a job. You're blessed to wake up today. You're blessed to do what you're going to do or whatever is on your agenda for a Monday. Monday should give you that fuel, that fire to accomplish and attack the week strong. So you don't be like, oh man, it's Monday. Give your reason, give yourself a reason to be like, thank God it's Friday when Friday comes around versus you've been bullshitting all week and Friday comes around. You're like, oh, thank God it's Friday. I can rest and relax. And you ain't did shit all week. So Mondays are the perfect days. They're like money making Mondays. And the quote says, you got to look at it a little differently. You got to see the blessings. You got to be grateful and thankful for Mondays. You got to, um, it says, I don't have to work. I get to work. So it's like, it's, see the blessing in disguise of what you get when it has it, when you do have a job. Even if, like, like I said, nine to five, maybe for everybody, people like being entrepreneurs, people want to be their own boss. But at the end of the day, see the blessing in what you have uh, when it comes to your job, the people around you. Uh, Mondays. Mondays are so much blessings and stuff to be grateful for on a Monday morning. It's um, so overall just being grateful for Monday. But once again, the quote is, I have to go to work on Mondays. And yes, everyone hates Mondays, but I look at it a little differently. I don't have to work. I get to work. I'm blessed to have a job while many don't have one and y'all know what it is um besides my hashtag i'm sorry hashtagging money making mondays but as well as mental health mondays we talked about it um last show on finance fridays mental health mondays and with this episode i got uh three segments i'm gonna hit y'all with the first one is tips to help us respond and not react fear of commitment and reasons why we judge others but I'm going to give you a brief break. I thank you for tuning in. I'll be right back. So the next, the first segment we have up today is tips to help us respond and not react. And, you know, they say every action has a reaction. And that's true. And people will tempt us. People love tempting you. People love trying to get on your skin and life likes to get under your skin and it's better to know how to respond versus knowing how to react we all get we all react off of impulse versus thinking about or analyzing the situation before we act so i found this tips to help us respond and not react and the first one is 
pause. Let's say you uh, you've been assaulted or not assaulted, but uh, insulted. People came at you and really trying to get under your skin. Like I said, uh, first thing you would do is pause before speaking. Pause and figure out and take a breath and see, like, yo, is the reaction I'm about to have right now appropriate or should I just let it go? Taking on the chimp, like, ah. Uh, Sticks and stones, <laughs> you know how they say. But it's like pause before before speaking. Pause, analyze what the person just said, and see like, yo, what is the right typical response that I need to give out in this situation right now? And the next one's like it says, take a deep breath. That's what we have to take. Once you take that deep breath and you exhale, you're like, all right, I'm back to my my peace state, my home state. And you're taking that deep breath and you're like, all right. So I pause before speaking. I took a deep breath. And next, you want to identify your feelings. How do you feel about what the person just said or how or about the situation happening? Identify your feelings and then observe your thoughts. What are you thinking right now? I know you're like, man, I would snap this person's head off or the old me would have did this. But now I'm in a different I'm a different person. I'm in a different space to where now I can pause before speaking, take a deep breath identify my feelings and observe my thoughts and then as that happens you're recognizing your triggers and then you validate your own experience within it and then you ask yourself what is my intention behind what i'm about to say speak in a way that aligns with who you are and honors your boundaries and that's what it's about tips on how to respond and not react Take it, pause and before you speak, pause, think about what you're about to do and how you want to do it versus just going off reaction. Think about it. Like, think about most of the times where you reacted instead of thinking first, thought about the situation. You just did it, did it, like I said, off of impulse, impulse versus thinking like, yo, maybe I shouldn't have reacted like that. And we all, we all do that after the fact. We all like, damn, maybe I should have handled that situation differently. But now it's like, give me, you give me yourself time to pause before speaking and you're taking a deep breath, and you're identifying your feelings, then you're observing your thoughts. Then you recognize your triggers, and you validate your own experience in the situation. And now you're like, okay, now I know how to handle this versus the old me. The old me would have reacted, but no, I'm not. that's not me anymore. This, this new me is a person who knows how to respond versus react, and that's the difference. Respond the right way versus reacting the wrong way. And sometimes you'll have to ask yourself, what is my intention behind what I'm about to say? And that changes up everything. That's like a game changer. You ask yourself that, you're like, all right, okay. So this is my intention behind what I'm about to say to this person. This is my response instead of reaction. And then you start thinking like you'll speak in a way that aligns with who you are and honor your boundaries. And that's what it comes down to. Those are some of the tips that I found to help us respond and not react. I want to know how y'all reacted in the past. What is how have you been always been reactive or have you been responsive? And that's what it comes down to. You know, when they say reactive, um, it's explosive in a way. But when you're responsive, you're responding. So I want to know you, your past reactions or responses uh, to certain situations where people try to get under your spent skin and you probably lash out back at them. You know, they say hurt people, hurt people. But at the end of the day, let me know your story. Hit me up at sanai.com. I'll be right back with the next segment, which is 
fear of commitment. next segment of its discussion is fear of commitment and i feel like yo when it comes to any type of commitment we fear on committing long term or any commitment where it's a job a career um anything fear of commitment and what it looks like is resisting vulnerability don't resist being vulnerable um, vulnerability shows strength and it lets, allows you to see the um, longevity and commitment uh, whatever it goes whatever the commitment may be within the job or relationship seeking flaws in others I know you've probably done that before when you when it comes to either not just others but as well as jobs um, seeking those flaws looking like oh this job doesn't sue me or this person doesn't sue me because they have this flaw or that flaw but it's like everybody has flaws at the end of the day and everything has flaws but those flaws can be fixed or overseen or you can see the value in those flaws the next one is needing control in the relationship and this is just talking about relationships now this this one right here which is a fear commitment is because you need control in relationships no let yourself be free let yourself go with the flow let yourself see how not being control has you don't always have to be in control of everything just let everything just flow like a uh, river just go with the flow that's what it comes down to you don't need to control everything next one is being overprotective being overprotective that's just like controlling being overprotective can't be overprotective you gotta let loose let go next one is feeling trapped whenever you a partner invests in the relationship if you're feeling trapped get out that's what it comes down to um feeling trapped is like maybe uh you should start meditating more and open up your mind open your body open your spirit just open up to the energies around you and feel and analyze and just see long term instead of feeling trapped how can you feel untrapped Next one is unwillingness to make future plans. Have you been unwilling to make future plans? What about limiting or manipulating communication? What about this one? Sabotaging a relationship when it becomes serious. Have you ever done that before? Have you done that now? That that's that fear of commitment is is deep and. I know people was like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to like resisting vulnerability. That was the first one. You have to be vulnerable and open up and say and speak on how you feel and what you feel instead of trying to sabotage a relationship when it gets serious or sabotage a job when it gets serious. Sabotaging anything when it comes to commitment shows that you're, you have fear of commitment. Have you done any of these things where you resisted vulnerability or you seek you were seeking flaws in others? What about needing the control in the relationship? Being overprotective? Feeling trapped whenever a partner invests in the relationship? Unwillingness to make future plans? What about limiting or manipulating communication? Sabotaging the relationship when it becomes serious. And the last one, frequently questioning if you want to be there. That's what fear commitment looks like, people. And, um... 
it's what I just like we we all need to know and just figure out and see if we have fear of commitment ourselves or if we had a fear of commitment in the past and you maybe didn't see the signs of these signs or maybe your partner had these signs that you didn't see at first so those are the few uh fear of commitment what i came up with and what i found and i'm gonna give you a brief break and i'm gonna get back to you with the next segment thank you for everybody tuning in if you feel like these last two segments uh related to you or helped you out in any way let me know sanai.com or if you listen to this on apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review and uh, review about each segment that you like or each se- each thing that you did. Uh, each response that you um, each segment that you uh, that responded to you or resonated with you uh, from the first segment, which is tips to help us respond and not react. If you was a reactive person, now you're more of a responsive person. I want to know the story. I want to know how you grew from the reaction reactive phase to the responsive phase, as well as the fear of commitment. Have you had fear of commitment yourself? And if so, let me know. I'll be right back. So my next segment up for discussion is reasons we judge others. And like we can be so quick to judge um, people, but I believe often our judgments say more about us than the other person. Next time, we, next time we find ourselves tempted to judge, let's pause and reflect on why. And here's some of the reasons why we judge others. Number one, we deem to seem, we seem something morally or ethically wrong. We lack understanding of why we're judging, we're judging them. We lack understanding of why they're doing what they're doing. We're triggered, probably triggered by, um, past something from the past where it's like it triggers you to where you're like yo you start being judgmental of something now number four we are jealous we want what they have or what they're doing so we start judging them like oh they're not doing it right or why do they have that why do they get that yada 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 and it's it's that's one of the reasons we're jealous number five we're feeling insecure as the insecurities will haunt you for real if you don't really control them and figure out what your insecurities are and be open with them be vulnerable with yourself about them number six we want to deflect and avoid our feelings Hmm. number seven we're so used to judging ourselves that we do it to others that's a big one we always judge ourselves constantly on a consistent basis that our judgment seems like um normal it seems like the norm since we're always judging ourselves like why not judge somebody else but it's, that's not the norm it's like but it's a step back and reflect on why why are we judging them why are we so used to judging ourselves why do we put so much pressure on ourselves why do we uh put ourselves down why do we doubt ourselves why do we question ourselves and those questions you're slowly answered um to yourself and the last one is the person represents a threat to our belief system person represents a a threat to our belief system Hmm. and that's real anything that you start believing or your belief system somebody starts threatening that you start judging them like crazy and it happens it's life but we have to um 
figure out why we do that and just know that that what that person does or what somebody else does or what a certain situation does we can't judge it we have to just let it go really and those are the eight reasons why we jump uh some of those are eight of eight reasons why we judge uh other people one we deem we deem something wrong morally or ethically wrong we lack understanding we're triggered we're jealous we want something they have or what they're doing number five um we're feeling insecure number six we want to deflect and avoid our feelings number seven we're used to judging ourselves that we do it to ourselves if you're very judgmental of yourself let it go get over it and really just know whatever you judging yourself about it's not doesn't need that time for judgment you need to uh, love yourself uh self-love is the best love and that opens so many doors when you start loving yourself and stop judging yourself Number eight is the person represents a threat to our belief system. Mm. And those are the eight reasons why we judge others. Man, um, to my NBA fans, I'm going to switch over right now. We can talk about the NBA. My NBA fans, man, did y'all see the games this past weekend? Um, a lot, I'm like, I'm trying to see what was like the biggest game um, or the biggest upset. Hmm. Hey, y'all probably thinking, oh, son, the Lakers. Nah, that's not. That wasn't the biggest upset, honestly. Um, let me look at. Let me take a gander back and see what was like the biggest upset of the weekend, besides my Warriors losing. That was the biggest upset. I was surprised at that. Um, who won? The Bucks and Heat game was a good game. Mavs and Clippers was a good game. Celtics and Nets was a good game. Trailblazers and Nuggets was a good game. Sixers and Wizards was a good one. Now Lakers and Suns was a good one. Oh, <laughs> the Hawks and Knicks game, and I watched that one. Like personally, I was invested in that, and that was like a biggest upset because the Knicks. Um, like everybody been raving about the Knicks. All the New Yorkers been raving about the Knicks as well as their defense. They have the number one defense in the NBA, so I didn't expect them to really uh, lose, even though it was by two. But it was like still a loss is a loss at the end of the day. Um, they caught an L and I really thought like Julius Randle would have stepped up and balled out but you know they had him under control but that game was a good game I think that's going to be one of the best series right now that one in the Suns and Lakers is going to be a good ass series um, but today tonight is going down um, Heat versus Bucks and Blazers versus Nuggets I honestly think the Heat might steal this game tonight as well as the Nuggets might steal this one too Honestly, I think it's going to, both series going to be tied at 1-1 tonight. And if y'all watching the games, y'all watching the playoffs, let me know who, what y'all picks are. Who do, you, who do y'all, who's y'all teams, and who's y'all picks in each series? Let me know. Hit me up, sonai.com, or even on Apple Podcasts. Leave the Fireside Review. Hit me up on Twitter. If you got Twitter and you listen to this right now, hit us up at Sanai. Um, Instagram, at Sanai as well. What else we got? Uh, Facebook, Sanai. Everywhere, we everywhere. Any social media platform, hit me up. Greatly appreciate it. And let me know your picks for this, as well as what you think about reasons why we judge others. What are some of the reasons why you are judging people or you've judged people in the past? I'll be right back with the recap. Thank you for tuning in. And we back. And we back. And we back. And we back. With a recap, 
Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to today's episode of Asana I.E. Man, Mental Health Mondays. Um, I hope these segments helped you out with tips on how to respond and not react, your fear of commitment, and reason why we judge others. I feel like those are... Each segment deals with the mental health, your mental, your mind, your brain, and really getting aware and have that self-awareness for your responses versus your reactions, your fear of commitment when it comes to relationships, when it comes to jobs, when it comes to careers, when it comes to goals, um, as well as the reason why we judge others. I feel like every day right now, you're probably judging the podcast or you're judging somebody as you're driving at the, or you're at the gym or just any type of judgment or being judgmental about a certain, which, certain situation. Ask yourself why. One of those reasons why you judge people and you just don't know it, or maybe you have to ask yourself and really sit down with yourself and ask yourself, why am I being so judgmental or why am I always being judgmental of certain people or certain situations? But let's get started with the recap. First quote, as you work towards your goals, disappointments may slow you down, but they don't have to keep you down. Life is full of disappointments at the end of the day. You can be disappointed for a day, you can be disappointed for a minute, or you can be disappointed for a whole year. It's all about power of choice and what you choose, but don't let them disappointments hold you down or hold you back for what you're trying to accomplish when it comes to your goals, when it comes to milestones, when it comes to living. Disappointments happen. Embrace them and move forward. The next quote is, I have to go to work on Mondays. And yes, everyone hates Mondays, but I look at it a little differently. I don't have to work. I I get to work. I'm blessed to have a job while many don't have one. Mondays. Money making Mondays, mental health Mondays. I'm going to get y'all excited for Mondays. And we can't hate Mondays. That's what it comes down to. Um, especially if you have a job, you have to see the blessing and everything. And the blessing in disguise. You can't really dwell and be ungrateful for what you have. Especially when it has a job. We just were still in a recession. But still when it comes to having a job being grateful for your nine to five and using that job to supplement the lifestyle you want or using that job to escape and start a business or start something for yourself to where you don't have to work the nine to five no more you're not caught in the rat race you're doing what you want you having that time freedom and financial freedom but it all starts with love on mondays and then we talked about some segments for the show responsive versus reactive Hmm. Have you ever regretted something you've done or said? Was it a reaction to something someone else has said or done? Reactions come so quickly and often occur without thinking. In reality, reactions are often driven by our beliefs, biases, and insecurities. We often react as a way to protect ourselves, but end up hurting ourselves and the other person instead. Responding is not easy. And it's a slower process. It requires self-awareness. It takes in, into account the well-being of us and others and its ways long-term impact. So some reactions have a long-term effect on people and others on relationships. So that's why we have to work on being responsive versus reactive. And number one, we'll just pause before speaking. Number two, take that deep breath. I highly recommend if you have an Apple Watch, do some deep breathing on a daily basis. Start off with baby steps, doing three minutes a day and just doing some deep breathing, exercising your lungs and really getting centered, getting grounded and releasing those toxins. Deep breathing is perfect and great and it has tremendous benefits. 
and number three was identify your feelings what are you feeling in a certain situation where you want to be reactive instead of responsive observe your thoughts recognize your triggers validate your own experience and ask yourself what is my intention behind what i'm about to say speak in a way that aligns with who you are and honors your boundaries then we jumped into the next topic the next segment Fear of commitment. (laughs) Man, there's nothing wrong with choosing not to commit to someone. However, if we notice a pattern of resisting to commit or to anyone or anything, it could be a good time to reflect on and figure out why. Sometimes fear of commitment is a manifestation of our previous hurts, our insecurities, or a reflection of our attachment style. And those fear commitment can look like resisting vulnerability, seeking flaws in others, a reason to leave, needing to control the relationship or needing control in the relationship, being overprotective of one's independence, um, feeling trapped whenever a partner invests in the relationship, avoiding um, future plans, limiting or manipulating communication sabotaging the relationship when it begins become serious or frequently question yourself about the relationship if that's you if you've been through where you've been more responsive reactive or as well as having that fear of commitment let me know you can do it you can let me know anonymously so you don't have to be put out there on front street but i feel like vulnerability like i said leads to strength so put yourself out there be vulnerable and see like yo yeah, I had a fear commitment. Yeah, I've been on the responsive side versus the reactive side. And now I've grown. I've grown into a different space. I've grown into a different person. And I've loved who I'm becoming now versus who I was. Because who I was was more reactive. And it was more like radio uh, active in certain situations. So figure out what um, if you're responsive or reactive. Like I said, I want to know. Hit me up on any social media platform. Hit me up on sanai.com. Hit me up and let me know what you are, as well as your fear of commitment. Have you been afraid to commit in the past, or have you, are you still having the commitment issues in the present? It's all. It's all. I want to know. Like we can have a full discussion, me and you, one on one, and talk about it and see how we can get you out of that phase and being open to commitment. Uh, next we have. Reasons why we judge others. We judge, 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 mental. We can be so quick to judge, but I believe that oftentimes our judgments say more about us than other than the other person. Next time we find ourselves tempted to judge, let's pause and reflect on why. Let's pause and reflect on some of these reasons. We deem something morally or ethically wrong. We lack understanding. Number three is we are triggered. Number four, we're jealous. We want something they have or what they're doing. Number five, feeling insecure. Number six, we want to deflect and avoid our feelings. Number seven, we're so used to judging ourselves that we do it to others. Don't be so judgmental on on yourself. Number eight, the person represents a threat to our belief system. Have you been judgmental lately? Have you been judging yourself, judging others and... Just really not knowing why, not asking yourself why it's become so routine with you. You've done it uh, repetitively and you're like, oh, shoot, I have been very judgmental these past two years or this past month. And I didn't notice it until now. 
but that's good catch yourself and notice if you're being judgmental catch yourself and notice if you notice yourself if you're having a fear of commitment catch yourself if you're being more responsive or reactive and that's the show ladies and gentlemen um a book tip i got for y'all for when it comes to to help us respond and now react is emotional intelligence 2.0 check that out read it and it helps you being more self-aware social aware and really aware of your emotions and you're aware of how you're how other people's emotions are and how you how their energies affect you check that out uh leave a review on the page check out our patreon patreon.com slash sanai let me know um still got the poll up but what do y'all what y'all want more of even if y'all just want to donate help out the podcast i'll greatly appreciate it um what else playoffs playoffs is here got games two tonight blazers and nuggets as well as bucks and heat let me know y'all picks for the NBA and these NBA playoffs, at least for the first round. And we go into the second round, third round. But for this first round, let me know y'all picks and let me know what y'all think. Leave a review. If you're listening to this right now, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, a five-star review or any review. Uh, constructive criticism is uh, greatly appreciated. And let me hit me with the feedback, people. I greatly appreciate, appreciate y'all. And I'm going to leave y'all with this. Are you ready to sacrifice who you are for what you will, what you will become? Have a good week.